This audio course is brought to you by Shepherds Global Classroom, a ministry that exists to equip the body of Christ by providing curriculum for rising Christian leaders around the world. For a digital or print copy of this study, complete with study questions, assignments and tests, please download the free Shepherds Global Classroom app to your iOS or Android device or visit our website at shepherdsglobal.org. Thank you for listening. Lesson 10. Team Building Introduction The team is not just a group of followers. A team is a group united by a big goal, common values, cooperation, and accepted leadership. Start thinking about who your team is. The team is not the whole church. The team is not only people in official positions. Why do you need a team? Teams have more resources, ideas, and energy than an individual. Teams maximize a person's strengths and protect his weaknesses. The leader should make sure that people have the right responsibilities and positions so that their strengths have maximum effectiveness and their weaknesses are minimized. Teams provide several perspectives on how to respond to a situation. Woodrow Wilson, former president of the United States, said we should not only use all the brains we have, but all that we can borrow. If your goals can be achieved by you alone, your goals are small. Large goals require a good team with good leadership. The larger the goal, the better the team must be. John Maxwell uses the illustration of mountain climbing to describe the need for a strong team. He calls it the principle of Mount Everest. As the challenge gets greater, the need for teamwork becomes greater. To achieve a great dream, you must have a great team. A dream team is creative, united, flexible, motivated, complementary, determined, and experienced. The team must be appropriate to the dream. It is unrealistic to say that a team can accomplish something great if it is not a great team. You must develop the team and develop an appropriate dream to achieve. You should work on team development before developing the dream. Aspects of a strong team A team is not strong just because it has strong individuals. Individual talent will not make a team great until the members cooperate. A team is a group that is united by a big goal, common values, cooperation, and accepted leadership. If the members have their own goals that interfere with the goal of the team, the team will not be strong. If the members hold differing values, the team cannot be strong for long term. If the team members do not cooperate to compensate for individual weaknesses, the team is not strong. If the members conflict because they do not follow the same authority, the team is not strong. Some styles of leadership will not build a team. If a leader simply wants help with his goals, works alone so well that other people's efforts don't seem needed, or always makes decisions so that discussion is not needed, he will not build a team. 
The Apostle Paul used the illustration of the physical body to describe the unity of the church in 1 Corinthians 12. Self-interest is a problem when members do not submit their own interests to the goals of the team. Self-interest causes envy and pursuit of position for the wrong reasons. Self-interest causes unhealthy rivalry between members. Another problem is when members feel that they can achieve their own goals without help from anyone else. There is also the problem of members wanting to be like other members instead of filling their special place. The Principle of the Weakest Link The strength of a chain is only as great as the strength of its weakest link. Likewise, a team's strength is limited by its weakest member. Each member of the team has a role that affects the work of the other members. If a member is failing in his role, he lowers the effectiveness of every other member by failing to do the work that helps them. The ability of a fast worker has no value if he must wait for a person who is slow. Some kinds of work can be done by people who do not have specific roles. In those cases, the principle of the weakest link does not apply. For example, if you're trying to push a truck that is stuck in the mud, all the helpers can push together, and the strongest one is not limited by the weakest one. A similar situation would be harvesting a field. Slow people do not hinder the fast people, and if you need more help, you can add more people. The principle of the weakest link applies to situations where individuals fill necessary roles. For example, If several bricklayers are waiting for a man to mix mortar, no one can work because he is slow. In most organizations, there are several people in unique positions. Each one does a job that is necessary for the others. If he does not do his job well, everyone is affected. The problem cannot be solved by simply adding more people to help because others cannot do the job for him. There is an illustration called the bottleneck. When a bottle or jug full of liquid is turned over, the liquid does not immediately fall out. The flow is limited by the size of the neck. Similarly, in many organizations, there are activities and programs that are slowed down because they must wait for a certain person to do his job. If a person cannot fulfill the responsibilities of his position, Other team members cannot perform as well. Other team members begin to resent the weak link. The team loses confidence in the leader because he fails to correct the problem. The team lowers its expectations of what it can accomplish. A person who is a weak link in the team must be moved to a different position so that he does not limit the team. The Principle of the Spoiled Fruit When a piece of spoiled fruit is put into a basket with other pieces of fruit, the other pieces will soon spoil. This phenomenon illustrates the effects of attitude. Good attitudes and bad attitudes affect others, but bad attitudes affect the most. When recruiting a team member, look for attitude more than ability. A person with the right attitude can be trained and motivated, but a person with a bad attitude cannot. Don't recruit a person with a bad attitude and think that you can change him. 
A person on the team with a bad attitude must be removed if he does not change. Recognizing the Habitual Troublemaker Troublemakers try to get respect and a sense of importance by attacking people in leadership, not just the top leader. They may choose one person to attack repeatedly. They are destructive to individuals and organizations. The leader must learn to recognize them and protect others from them. A troublemaker may cause some of your best helpers to quit. Characteristics of a Troublemaker He has a record of previous destruction. He is currently doing damage. He refers to anonymous allies when he complains. He criticizes the previous leader while praising the new one. He seems to befriend the new leader quickly. He praises you too much. He likes to catch people in errors. He has never stayed with a church or institution long. He lies. He is aggressive and can be vicious. He likes to show his money. He will do unchristian things for his cause. He goes by his own agenda and cannot be accountable. He likes to provoke others to anger or frustration. He talks about his difficult past that made him strong. He resents any disagreement. The Principle of the Bench a sports team has many more players than the number that can play in a game. Coaches replace players during a game to bring in different abilities and to let their best players rest. The bench includes players who are available to play. Some of them are young players who are still developing. An organization must continually work to extend the team. There should be young leaders in development. There should be people with special abilities coming onto the team. The bench in an organization is like the bench for a sports team. Often, the people on the bench are less experienced and are developing. The organization's bench includes people with additional specializations. Don't just fill the necessary positions of the team. Keep building the extended team. Look for people who show potential and commitment. Let them help. If they do well, give them responsibilities. How to Recruit Team Members A good team will attract good members. Consider the kind of people who are attracted to your team. Who is joining? Who is leaving? The changes show whether your team is getting stronger or weaker. Team members help for a variety of reasons, including personal connection with others, goodwill, fervency for the cause, and the desire to do something important. Look for passion when recruiting, rather than assuming that you can motivate passion later. Earlier, we studied the Level 5 leader. This is a person who has ambition for the institution to succeed rather than being selfishly motivated. The leader should have this ambition and should look for others who share it. Ask for the opinions of people who can help the team. Listen to them. Invite them to participate. Delegate responsibility to them and then expand their roles. For everything you do, ask yourself, who could help me? Develop and depend on a small group of people who have abilities and a special relationship with you. Steps to Teamwork 
1. Make the decision to build a team. This starts the investment. 2. Gather the best team possible. This raises the potential. 3. Pay the price to develop the team. This ensures growth. 4. Do things together as a team. This makes a community. 5. Empower members with responsibility and authority. This builds leaders. 6. Give credit for success to the team. This lifts morale. 7. Watch to make sure the investment is paying off. This brings accountability. 8. Create new opportunities. This stretches the team's abilities. 9. Provide what they need to succeed. This gains the best results. A lesson from Scripture. Absalom was a son of King David. He was handsome and popular in the nation. When people came to the capital with problems, he said, If I were the king, I would help you. People began to feel that everything would be better if Absalom were king. 2 Samuel 15, 3 and 4. Absalom could have used his abilities to help the king solve problems. Instead, he caused disloyalty. Because the king did not arrange a system for knowing and solving the problems of his people, there was an opportunity for someone to cause disloyalty. Every leader should make sure that people have a good way to communicate their concerns. Thousands of men joined Absalom's rebellion, even some of David's close friends. Absalom was willing for people to die for his Absalom was willing for people to die for his ambition. His priority was not the benefit of the people, but his own status. Development of team members. The leader should consider what kind of leadership and supervision each team member needs. The enthusiastic beginner needs direction. The disillusioned learner needs coaching. The cautious completer needs support. And the self-reliant achiever needs responsibility. When recruiting for a position, consider what kind of person the position needs. Maxwell described these types of people, an upfront or behind-the-scenes person, a generalist or a specialist, a producer or a maintainer, a people person or a paper person, a leader or a supporter, a veteran or a rookie, a creative thinker or an abstract thinker, needing constant supervision or little supervision, a team player or an individualist with short-term commitment or long-term commitment. The leader should always share credit for the team's accomplishments. The people who share the success will be motivated to do their best. When representing the team to outsiders, the leader should not blame team members for failures of the team. The leader should take the blame recognizing that he could have been a more effective leader. If he protects the team members, they will be loyal to him. Five summary statements. One, nothing significant was ever achieved by a person acting alone. Two, 
A team is a group that is united by a big goal, common values, cooperation, and accepted leadership. Three, you should work on team development before developing the dream. Four, attitude is more important than abilities for a team member. And five, an organization must continually work to extend the team. This concludes Lesson 10, Team Building. You've been listening to an audio presentation from Shepherd's Global Classroom. If you've appreciated these lessons, please take a few moments to contact us on our website or in the SGC app. Our team would love to hear from you and to know that you are praying for us as we endeavor to serve the world's most underserved pastors and Christian leaders. Thank you for listening. It's been an honor for us to provide this teaching and to help you to grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus.